This is episode 98. My name is Justin. Hey, I'm Chris. This is the Bible Buffoons Podcast. Take seven. That's a, we this took, is... took us a couple, <laughs> couple shots to get going, and then even this one wasn't wasn't that smooth. Was it too harsh on the ninety eight? No, it was really good. Uh, we were just laughing from the uh, previous mistake, I think. Yeah, guys, it's been a while. Yeah, couple it's weeks. Been a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, we doubled up a few weeks ago. I was gone to camp in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Impact. It's got to be impactful. It was impactful. It was very impactful. I'm glad to hear. It that. was cool. Um, you know. 1200 teenagers for senior like people like it's a big crowd usually it's closer to 1800 so we're down but it's still like getting that many kids in one area um two years ago pen, it was it was the pandemic uh-huh, the pandemic the pandemic you said last night you must be saying that uh <laughs> it was the pandemic so it was all virtual <clears throat> youtube live it was it was it was good I like doing video. It was video. good for the situation. Yeah, it was what we had to do. Yeah, like I I taught a class. They said do a ten minute video. I was like, that's not a class. That's just a chat. That, that's just me just saying a couple things. Yeah, I was like, I can't even do a class that long. Uh, I think sixty eight people saw it on YouTube. If you want to look for Ooh, it, <laughs> I know he's blowing up. Uh, there's other teachers. Go off, that, King. There's like there's like other teachers that have like twelve. Like it's like, <laughs> like my bad. But uh, maybe in those twelve, there's one, one of them's like a group of two hundred kids or something. But that there's one. It. That has like 300. Nice. I was like, well, popular. I don't know. Yeah, way popular than me. Anyways, that was two years ago. Last year, we got to go to campus. They didn't have a junior week and a senior week. It was all just like one week. Yeah. But we couldn't stay on campus. We had Bummer. to live in uh, hotels or people drove back home or stayed in church. I was not about to stay air mattress up in a church gym for a week. That's rough. If it's a mission trip, I'm in the mindset. That's right. I really don't want to do that for this camp. Okay. But this was the year we came back. I'm glad. And it was really good. I feel like lots of things came back this year. That... Yes, right? Now, it's not without uh, uh, some people got COVID. Some people and, got the and, COVID. And flu. Yeah. We, multiple flus. Had had several folks that we know have, have come down with the COVID. Recently. And what is interesting to me is how wildly different the experience is for people. Like. Some people were like, didn't I, even really I literally know. didn't know I had it. I tested for somebody else's sake and, and some, I had it. And somebody was and down some for three like days. Like, in the bed for three yes, days. Like, yeah. can't even get up. That's yeah. wild. I I still have not had a positive test. Of I haven't either. I assume that I've had Mary it. Beth is like, you've had to have had it. I assume I've had it and just was not sick or didn't know. Yeah. You know, anytime I've had a little sniffle or whatever. You're just like, oh, um, pollen. Yeah. If, <laughs> if we were going somewhere, I'd test. Always yes. negative. Always if negative. we were going to uh, like Thanksgiving, going to stuff, it's like, hey, we're going to test. If 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 we felt like we felt yeah, bad or whatnot. if we got something going on, yeah. Yeah, or if the kids were like that, we're like, mm. This is like vintage Bible Buffoon's chat. Man, we this is back. About I think about pandemic. that back in the day. Talking about the old. Co- Anyways, we had that. I think there was a little food poison going around camp too. <laughs> Just going for the go, run the gamut. Our intern, Heidi, bless her heart. Uh, she had to take a pause. She had to take a pause. <laughs> uh, but what we think it was was daggum Panera bread. It'll get you. She was she was a counselor, and they uh, there's a lots of counselors, and they uh, uh, catered in Panera for them. Like, Look, you guys for ten days have been eating this cafeteria food. Here's something a little bit nicer. It's a nice sandwich. And then about three or four of them are like, yep, didn't like it. 
didn't didn't sit well with them. Yeah. But you know, it is what it is. It's good stuff. Um, Welcome back. With that, we're back. Uh, yeah. So hey, we have an update. Which one? Oh, it's time for a Bible Buffoon's Global Update. Nice. That's Morse code in a song. Yeah. What is? Anyway, I don't know what I said. <laughs> were you gonna ask me what I said? Yeah, Morse well, code. Yeah. I, what I said is we have a uh, Bible Buffoon's Global update in update Morse code. In Morse I like code. that. That's impressive. I learned it. It took me ninety-eight episodes <laughs> to learn it. Uh, all right, ready for this? I'm ready. I'll give you the sh- Belgium. Mm. Appreciate the Belgish people in Be- a major way. Belgian people. Belgian. I like Belgish. If for <laughs> if for no other reason, and I could be wrong about this, fact check me. Just uh, for the waffles. Producer. Waffles, yes, love waffles. But I believe that they are the inventor of one of the greatest foods. Nutella? French fries. Fried potatoes. You mean freedom fries. <laughs> freedom fries. <laughs> It, it, they either invented it or they're super good at it over there. Really? Yes. They do it right. And but and but think, does that mean, so they're called French fries. Well, Belgium is super close to France. True. They just stole it. But then do you do you think then then France actually made waffles first? Ooh. And, call, and they're like, well, then we're going to call them Belgium waffles. We're going to call them Belgium waffles. <laughs> they stole it. Yeah. I could, that's, all right, do, you, so, do you think French stole the French fries from Belgium, and they're like, and then like Belgium's like, well, bump it. This is Belgian waffles now. I think so. You guys have waffles. I'm gonna steal that, uh, folks. I just want to clarify the first seven to ten minutes of this podcast. You should not use as any sort of informative part of your life. <laughs> We're just thinking things that we think we know. So use use uh, I trusted know. resources. I know that to find out where where uh, <laughs> fries came from. <laughs> well, somebody do some research. Hopefully, the last twenty-ish minutes at least have some. What sort is the of capital basis. of Belgium? Uh, you know, oh. guys. You also know we we do have computers in front of us, but, but we can't use them because they'll crash. <laughs> if we're doing anything. which, we're saying that I need to delete all of my stuff right now. Well, while he does that, uh, I will try to figure out. Well, you know what? I'm not going to delete it, and we're just going to hope and pray for the best. That's what we always do. <laughs> I can't delete my Illustrator right now. I have too many tabs that are still working on. All right. We'll just keep an eye. If it crashes, we'll just pick up. Okay. Like we do a lot. Yeah. Uh, all right. The second one. Second one. Country. Yes. Of course. Global. Iraq. Come on, Iraq. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I was going to ask you, what's the capital of Belgium? And I, and I said, we do have computers, mm. but we don't use those. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll report back. Um, all never, right. I was never great at world geography. See, I was in eighth and ninth grade nice i had the best i've said this before i've had the best uh geography teacher there was she has now passed oh. miss nelson got to go to europe with her that's cool it was awesome uh she she made us know like all the rivers and whatnot and like europe and it was it was awesome she did a really good job but belgium that slipped my mind yep it's, it's kind of forgot it was a country i thought yep, it was just a, it's, I, I thought it was a city somewhere it's out there <laughs> but we got iraq so welcome I, the Iraqi people. The people that, uh, from Iraq listening. Yes. Um, another global thing. So I went to this camp. One of our first countries that we got was Australia. That's right. Was one of our first probably five or so countries that yeah. we got was Australia. And I said, oh, I know who that person is. Yeah. It's Mike Shepard. 
He's on the board over there at Impact. Ship. He's from, uh, well, they call him Mike. Um, <laughs> he is from Florence, Alabama. Where okay. He used to work at Cross Point Church up there. Yeah. And then he's a missionary over in Australia now. And so me and Mike know each other, but not very well. But we just spent a lot of days working with each other. Sure. And I was like, Mike. I said, hey, I got a question. Do you listen to my podcast? And he goes, what are you talking about? And I was like, no. <laughs> so and it's I, not Mike. It's not Mike. And so, I, so, which actually made me happy. I was like, hey, it's somebody else. It's just out there. He just, somebody out there. He goes, I bet it's from Perth. And it is from Perth. <laughs> okay. And, like, our most listeners from Australia are from the west side Perth. He goes, there's lots of Christians out there. They probably do listen. Cool. And that's pretty cool. Um... Then he brought he brought a crew of people from Australia. They were at our camp. Yeah. They were here doing other service stuff and whatever's coming to the States for the first time. He he had a musician mm-hmm. who was on, I think made top five didgeridoo players in the world. Mm, no. Mm-mm. He plays the guitar. Oh. Uh top five on the Australian voice. What? And he played for us at our camp. And did a bunch of covers and original stuff was really, really, really good. Yeah. Uh, and it was dope. Zeke, Zeke Power. Go look him up on the internet. Go to Spotify and listen to Zeke Power. He's dope. It was really good. We were like, this is incredible. And uh, I felt bad because we usually pay our people. Yeah. He, c- he couldn't because of his visa. He wasn't allowed to make money like that. Huh. So for free, he's like, I'll just jam out. And he was in the coffee house jamming one day. He was on the big stage jamming one day. That's cool. It was awesome. Uh, we also had, I'm just, this is impact talk. This is also going to lead into what we're talking about. <laughs> but um, you guys know Nate Bargatze. Yeah. The comedian. If you don't know Nate Bargatze, go to Netflix. It's very family friendly, wholesome and he's hilarious. And he's so funny. He has two or three Netflix specials out on Netflix. Uh, <laughs> comedy specials. His dad, Stephen Bargetzi, is a magician, not a musician, a magician. Okay. And he performed for us because well, he's cool. from Middle Tennessee area. Yeah. Uh, and that was really cool. He had an awesome testimony at the end. Uh, it was just it was really good. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it was really good. Um, so there we go. Uh, we have no new... States, my sister-in-law, Katie Wood, they just traveled from Jacksonville, Florida to Whidbey Island, Washington, That's literally about as far across country as you can go. It's pretty close. And I was like, Hey, listen. And she said, I listen in Idaho. And we may have already talked about this, but I don't know what we did on the podcast or not. Idaho's not up here. So she did glitch in the matrix. So we don't know if it's maybe like. The way that it the it processes maybe just don't know because yeah. my computer still says I'm in Atlanta. Oh, well, that's good. In my phone, it always says I'm in Atlanta. Okay, so I don't know who knows. All right, y'all. Now you're updated now on everything we got <laughs> on everything we got. Uh, one more shout out. Okay, one more shout out. Our opening music, our opening riff, our mm-hmm. opening and closing ditty yeah. that we have going on uh, is is a somewhat original. Is an original. Yeah. Uh, if you guys don't know, we we did this story, I think, on our one year. Yeah. Um, we've, you know, me and Chris found some folk music. We want to pay for music. So yeah. we found some focus stuff, and then we sent it to this guy named Mason Thomas. Uh, was one of our youth group. Uh, now he's in Nashville trying to make it as a musician in his band. Um, and uh, uh, anyways, he got engaged last night. Oh, congrats, So shout, shout out to Mason uh, for getting engaged. Way to go, buddy. Yeah. 
proud of him. It's, it's always interesting and cool to see former youth group kids getting married and having kids. And they just grow up. They just, they just get older. It's fine. And I still say, I still, I still stay the same, <laughs> same mature dude throwing water balloons at kids and go. having fun. Uh, here we go. Uh, well, hopefully we'll get some more states and whatnot, some more countries. Thank you, Belgium and Iraq. Welcome. Uh, for the podcast. Welcome to what we got. And those that are in Australia. Also, thank you. All right. So um, we're going to dive into, uh, um, we're probably not going to get through all of this today, especially with our 12-minute ramble. Oh, boy. That we just did. Um, at our camp at Impact, and we're going to get deeper into this probably the next few weeks as well, um, the whole theme was on kind of like this comic con theme. They called it venture con. They just made it up. Uh, but there's skits that go along with it and a bigger theme and all that stuff. Well, the verses that they cho- chose to kind of wrap around was, um, second Peter one, three through 11. And then from that, all of the classes were based on lies, mm. lies that Satan tells you. Yeah. So coming up in about two or three episodes, whatever it may be, we're going to go over my class that I did. Uh, but, we wanted to start with first Peter, or sorry, second Peter one, uh, three through 11 and just kind of go through that. Yeah. Um, sometimes we like to do that we like to pick verses and just go. Sometimes we like to have a topical issue. We're just going to dive into the word today. Love it. And kind of just talk about it. Sounds good to me. And go through that. Right. So you have a little bit of history. Sure. Chris is our history. Always like guy. to give you a little background, a little context. Anytime you read the Bible, y'all, if I'll just open it up and read it, it's good to know what where the chapter is kind of who the writer is what the setting was who was he writing to sure and all those things so yeah, hit right us up on. over here so if we're talking about second peter obviously there was a first peter oh wow um so this is the second letter written by the apostle peter so uh authorship is always an interesting topic uh some books are identified as who wrote them uh some are not this one does and then some sort of say the name of a person, but we kind of have to do some digging to try to figure out if this is who we actually think it is. But anyway, first and second Peter yeah. are super clear. Yes. It kicks off right off the bat with, with an introduction. He says, you know, I'm, I'm Simeon Peter, uh, an apostle of Jesus Christ. And Simeon is actually the Semitic. So like the Jewish way of saying the name Simon. Yeah. So it even adds a little more authenticity, a little more yeah. veracity to the claim. This was written by the apostle Peter. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, this is the second letter. Uh, second Peter doesn't actually say who this letter was written to or addressed to. But in second Peter three, he says, this is the second letter I'm writing you. So we can go back to first Peter. Yeah. And we can see that that is very clearly written to um, these these churches uh, in the Roman Empire, but in Asia, so uh, sort of in the northern part of the Roman Empire, who are facing persecution under uh, the Roman Emperor Nero. Oh, wow. Um, so the first one is really about um, persevering through suffering, because that's yeah. really what is, is being experienced here. But then it's all, it's, it, that's interesting because we've got this second letter, and the second letter is really about growing in Christ um, and watching out for sin. So yeah. he, he felt so uh, compelled to really follow up on his first letter with these topics that I think that really gives us a good frame. Yeah. Um, but as far as dates go, most people believe that this letter was written shortly before uh, Peter was killed. Um, so 
And that happened around 68 mm-hmm. AD. So this letter was probably written around that time. Okay. Awesome. There you go. A little Thank history, a little background. That's really good right there. And, and I love that deal where the second letter is dealing with spiritual growth and staying away from sin and how to do that, which is, y'all, we need to read that all the time. For like, sure. Right? So that's a good stuff, which is why we kind of picked this, which is why Impact kind of picked this as the theme to come back from and, um, you know, back to our very first in the past three years in person, real big impact uh, and kind of have that. Yeah. So that's good there. So, all right. So let's just go in. Um, guys, we're not probably going to make it through all 11 verses, uh, but we're going to jump in and hopefully have some good conversation. You want to read the whole thing just to kind of start and then we can go back to the beginning? Sure. Me or you? You, you call it. Uh, you, you, yes, I got it. All right, here we go. Um, Second Peter 1, starting at verse 3. And I'm in the ESV. Here it says his divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence by which he has granted us by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue and with virtue, knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with steadfastness and with steadfastness, godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective and unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election. For if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. For in this way, there will be richly provided for you an entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. All right. Yeah. So there's a lot there. So we got a list going on at one point for this to this to this to this. We got some brotherly love and affection. We got some steadfastness uh, going on there. But going back to verse three. um, And these are just things that we just like and want to pick out and just kind of chat about. It says his divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. I think that is the goal of our life, Mm. right? Like to all things that pertain to life and godliness. Yeah. So I think that that, that is the goal for us is to have true life, full life and godliness. Mm -hmm. I think that we somewhat understand godliness, right? That we are to be um, without sin. We are to uh, be, you know, be the hands and feet and light of Christ and of God in the world. But the very beginning, what does that mean for life? Mm. How do, why is it life and godliness? Mm. I think we got a good handle on what godliness, but what, what would you say is life? You know, what does he mean here in that first three? Yeah, I think, I think what we're talking about here is sanctification, Mm. right? So in following Jesus, you should appear different than you were before you followed Jesus. Your yeah. life should look different. 
Um, and so that's a little easier to track uh, when you think about godliness, because those things are um, ways in which we uh, behave different, make decisions different, love differently than people apart from Christ. But I think the choice to follow Jesus is a choice between life and death. And so you mm. can connect those two things there and say the path, the path of obedience, the path of godliness is what will ultimately produce a new actual, true, full, vibrant life. Mm. And anything apart from that, even stagnation or regression, like going backwards in your faith, is ultimately going to lead you away from life itself and towards death. Yeah. That's how that's how I would get my mind around it. Yeah, absolutely. So mine what is the title? Growth in faith. Growth in the faith. That's that's a title that you have yeah. on on top of verse three. Yep. Mine is confirm your calling and election. Mm-hmm. Uh, same things. Uh and if at the very beginning, if I was to read this, just that title, I would think Oh, this is for ministers because mm. we use that word calling, right? Like, oh, I was called into ministry. I was called into to be a missionary. I was called to do these things. But for us uh, that are believers, that are Christians, we've all been called. Yeah. Right. Like we do have a calling to live and to follow and to love Jesus and and to follow God's uh, book here and laws. And so I think that's it, too. Right. So like true life is acknowledging your calling. Yeah. That, hey, my calling is to my life and my life is to give it to him. Yeah. Which is what you're saying. I think I think it's just like an awareness like that. You're not just allowing life to happen to you. It's your life. You're not a bystander. Yeah. Right. You're not not some passive participant. Uh, Passive participant. And I think that that's really amplified or like magnified in, in Christ in that you don't just sort of. And I think we'll get into this later because some of these verses kind of specifically talk to this idea. But you don't just say yes to Jesus and then passively your life is shaped in in a meaningful way. By just some like happenstance where you're just like, you, oh, okay. That's just... You take a hold of it mm-hmm. and you grow and you learn and you're challenged and you fail and you grow, right? And yeah. that's life. Yeah, we don't just sit back and go, well, I just hope that I become a better Christian today and I hope I love Jesus more and I hope I uh, um, live out the fruit of the Spirit by just being here. Yeah. It, it, it is an action. Right. Right. Like you have to be aware of what is your life and how do I make that godliness? So it says, to us, all things pertain to life and godliness. So it says, okay, great. I want to have those things. Yeah. I want to have a. A, a, a full life in Christ uh, and I want to be more godly. I want to have this godliness. And it says it through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. Yeah. Um, through, through that knowledge. Yeah. Now one, uh, um, you know, you know, we talk about this a lot on here um, or at least many times is we we pray that your only source of Bible is not the Bible buffoons, mm, yes. <laughs> right? Like we enjoy doing this, and we hope that you gather, you gain something, and you gain new knowledge, and 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 our goal is to teach you, but we shouldn't be the only ones, right? right? And your preacher shouldn't be the only ones, and your small group leader, whatever it is, you need to feed yourself. Yeah, like are you spending time in God's Word? Are you? Uh, um, 
diving deep into this. Yeah, I think I think I, I got a couple of things on this. Like, you know, my my translation says his divine power has given us everything required. So it says it gives you everything you need for life and godliness. And how does it how does how does his divine power do that? It's through the knowledge of him, through the knowledge of Jesus. Yeah. And the word there, knowledge, is the Greek word epignosis. There it is. And because uh, our our word knowledge can kind of have a spectrum. Oh yeah. Uh, you could have casual knowledge about things, and you could read this and think, like, okay, well, I know about Jesus. I know and who. about Belgium waffles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or you can really know someone. Oh yeah. And this epignosis is not a casual knowledge about a topic or about a person. It means it. It, it more commonly it means the exact, like complete thorough knowledge it's yeah. only accomplished through deep study and relationship right and so i thought about that it's like what are the ways that we now living in our world and our time how do we get knowledge of jesus and and i think that there's there's three main ways there's there may be more than this but just as we're thinking about the church and yeah. how how community works like we get knowledge of Jesus, this type of deep knowing of Jesus through Scripture, uh -huh. for sure, and that and that is personal study. That's uh, study in community. We get it through prayer, through spending time with God, silence and prayer mm -hmm. and meditation, and just literally making yourself available to God yeah. uh, for Him to speak into your life through that silence and and prayer. Um, and then the last is through community, through a community of believers. And I think if we neglect any one of those three things, it's like a weak link. We're yeah. going to fall short in our knowledge of Jesus. And so like do some self inventory. Like you may be strong in surrounding yourself with, with Christian people who are going to encourage you and challenge you. But if your prayer life is not there, not there, you're going to have a weak link. Right? Mm -hmm. So it's just, if we want this deep, exact, competent knowledge of who Jesus is, we got to have this sort of well-rounded idea of what it means to live in Christ. And I think that's, that, that is so big because a lot of us, I think will think about that knowledge of, well, I was really good in our VBS Bible yeah. bowl stuff, right? Where it's like, I can tell you who was the King and I can tell you who did this first and the 10 commandments, right? And you can go through the stories yeah. and go, Oh, I have knowledge about it, but it's not just this book knowledge. It's just heart knowledge. Mm. It's this deeper knowing mm. uh, on an intimate level of not just, ah, I kind of get it. Like I kind of get, I know Jesus, I know God, Holy spirit. Cool. 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 I got those things. But like, do you truly, and are you working on that? Yeah. Cause that's what true life is, is living in that yeah. uh, space there. Uh, relationship is the way in which we get to know people and know mm -hmm. things and relationship with Jesus is the way that you know him. And the way that we express that is through these different ways of uh, reading about him and communicating with him and sharing what he's taught us with others. Absolutely. Um, so it says uh, through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence that God has invited us and has called us um, to his own glory and excellence. So that's, I think there's two different parts there. One is that we get to acknowledge and know that he's the only perfect one that, that, you know, that he was sinless on the cross, seeing, seeing the sacrifice and seeing the, um, 
magnitude of that. Yeah. That it wasn't just somebody on the cross, that it was God on the cross. Right. It was the son of God, Jesus on the cross. Um, and they kind of have that there in his own glory and excellence, but he has also called us to that as well. Right. Like we shouldn't, you, you are not going to be perfect because we're already done with that. Right. Like there's, there's no perfect person. So we're done with that. But I think that true life and godliness is again, us being invited to saying, Hey, in this glory and excellence and living a, a, a life of Christ. I mean like glory and excellence, that's pretty weighty words. Right. Yeah. It's not like he has, he has called you to be a mediocre Christian and to somewhat love people and to yeah. somewhat is like, no, the goal is that you have this. Right. And are you trying for this? Yeah. And I like how, I like how it's bookended here. You know, this, the verse three starts with divine power. And then it, at the end, and then it's by his glory and goodness. And in the middle of that, we have our effort, right? Mm-hmm. And there's always this balance in the Bible. And, and we, we had a whole episode on faith and works. Yeah. It's not one or the other. It's both. Yeah. Our faith produces in us obedience, which calls us to do things that we would not do apart yeah. from Christ. But Peter here is, is bookending this call for us to grow in our knowledge of Christ by saying you're called to it by his divine power and you're going to achieve it by his goodness and his glory. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. It's not some, you're not going to be able to do this in your flesh. You have to be connected with with God's divine power and and by being overwhelmed by his glory and his excellence. Yeah. And then if you keep going on with that in that four, it says, and so through them, so through them, you may uh, become partakers of the divine nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which that's wild. Like that right there is like, whew. God could have done this whole thing with, with without allowing us to partake in his divine nature. But he has invited but us. he's inviting us. Yes. It's an invitation. That's really cool. Yeah, that's very cool. And into his divine nature. So if there are things, so at any point, and we talk about this too, um, and I think with that faith one we did, um, you can look at yourself and go, I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I don't know. I'm not educated enough. There's other people that can do that. Again, this calling and you could say, well, I haven't been called to be a minister, so I don't have to do those things. Yeah. Uh, you're called to be a Christ follower. Mm-hmm. When you say yes to that, you are invited to partake in this divine nature. Take some weight off your back and know that it's not you doing all this. Yeah. Like you don't have to be the best, the smartest, whatever you think it is, you just have to be submissive and say, God, I know that you are, and I know that you want to work in me. So let's allow that to happen. Yeah, that's good. Um, how you treat other people, then also just how you grow. Right. Right. So, you know, I was horrible at school. I hated school. Kids stay in school. It's great. <laughs> but I did not enjoy it. Right. And so I could sit here and go, oh, through the knowledge and golly, oh, man, I got this is school, like school again. Man, I don't want to do this. Uh, no, no, no. You just have to be open to say to his divine nature, I'm going to let him work in me Yeah, and be open to that. It's a life of openness to God's will and God's spirit. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that source of our strength is that divine power. Right. Is that divine nature. The, you know, the source is not how smart am I or mm. how strong or how wealthy or whatever it is, talented, equipped I am. It's, no, are you open 
to join with the spirit in this divine nature and power. Yeah, God, the the story of the Bible is almost comically a story of God choosing uh, ill-equipped or unqualified people to do incredible things. So if yeah. you are looking at your own life and your own abilities yeah. and saying, God can't use me, then you just haven't spent enough you time with this book. You haven't read the Bible book. at all. It's been a little that's bit of research. kind of what he likes to do. <laughs> Maybe the number one thing he likes to do is to show us it's not you, it's me. Yeah. And I'm doing this through these people who should not be doing these things. Right. Or by worldly standards, we would look at them and say, no, you would pick a better person to do that. Um, I kind of have that in there. There we go. Uh, so through them that they may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith. Um, all right. So now we hit this list, right? Um, I like lists. I like mm -hmm. things like this because uh, we can dive into each one of these. And we're going to hit these pretty quickly. I know we're already at the 30 mark uh, for this, but he goes through, right? So if you want to pick a few of these that you know that you like, or we can kind of go through very quickly if you want to do that. Um, for this very reason, make every make every effort to supplement your faith. Now I like that part there too, to supplement your faith, to add on to it. Hey, right. He he also says make every effort. You know, a different translation says giving all diligence. Yeah. This goes back to where we started with this. Yeah. This is not passive. Yeah. This says make every effort to <laughs> add to your faith, to supplement your faith. This is talking about a process of growth. Yeah. Do you even consider that your life in Christ is a process of growth into the likeness of Christ? Yeah. If not, you've got to revisit this stuff. It it is a challenge. It's saying you know, you have been given this knowledge but now what, what is that doing in your life? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And this is saying like, this isn't, you know, when you get time on the weekends, try to devote some effort to growing in your faith. It's saying every effort, <laughs> give all <laughs> diligence, give, make yes. every effort to supplement your faith. And then he, and then he goes on this cool list of like, of a way that your faith can progress, which I think is neat. Yes. Right. So in every, ep, uh, in every effort, um, uh, supplement your faith with virtue and with virtue knowledge and with knowledge and then we get here with self-control and with self-control steadfastness and with steadfastness godliness you would think that godliness would be number one yeah. right but i love how he says it is this like progression into these things yeah um starts with faith it starts with faith saying okay i'm here and then with knowledge are you getting into the word? Are you yeah. getting into that? Are you spending time letting that soak in, right? Uh, with the knowledge, and then with self-control. Yeah. Um, and that could be self-control with what you do and what you don't do, right? Yeah. Are you spending more time with this? Or do you have enough self-control to say for the weekends, I'm just gonna veg out and just watch Netflix for mm -hmm. five hours. Are you gonna spend time doing that? Um, virtue, uh, self-control, steadfastness, and with steadfastness, with godliness, and with godliness, with brotherly affection, you can be like, well, what does that mean? So I have to get a bro and just kind of hang out and do things. But that's where, you know, that's where this community comes in. Mm -hmm. Of Do you have the people around you to help keep you accountable and to help you do those things as well? And, and, and to uh, uh, rally around you when you're like, hey, I haven't been very self-controlled and I haven't had, uh, um, you know, like I haven't been very good at this. Mm. To have people say, well, let me help you with this. Mm -hmm. You kind of help each other. Yeah. You walk with one another. 
um, with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love mm-hmm. for these qualities are yours and are increasing. Uh, they keep you from being ineffective and unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I really like that where it says, Hey, and, and of all these stuff, if you don't, we, you are increasing and it's going to keep you from being ineffective and unfruitful. Yeah. And those two things, I, I, I don't want those two things on my tombstone, right? Yeah. Like he is ineffective and unfruitful. Yeah. What he's doing or ineffective and unfruitful. Well, just, um, just real quick before we move yeah. off from the list, you know, you know, Peter spent a lot of time with Jesus uh-huh. and Jesus's teachings ranged, you know, a, a bunch of different topics. Um, but he, he boiled them down into two things and it was loving God and loving others. And, uh-huh. and I, I hear Peter echoing Jesus here. He, yeah. He's got this list of what it looks like to grow in faith. But if the landing spot for your growth in Christ is not love, love. Yeah. then you've gotten off track somewhere mm-hmm. because that's the point. That was Jesus's whole message was as you grow, the, the, fruit, the fruit, the product of this should be love. Yeah. Love for God and love for others. Because you can get off on this and be like, no, I'm being very steady. I'm doing all these things. Uh, um, look at me serve. Look at me work. Look at me give. Look at me study. And you can do all those things. You go, look, I'm doing that. It's like, but if it doesn't produce love at the end, then what are you doing? Yeah. And then and then to go to the to the next verse. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, we work at a church. We, we talk a lot about producing fruit uh-huh. and, and, and productive work for the kingdom. Yeah. This is almost like. If, if you pay attention to your, your growth mm-hmm. in Christ and you commit yourself to, to community and, and to growing deeper, you will be productive. Yes. You will be fruitful. It's like, and, and we've talked about uh, the, the end of uh, John, you know, 13 through 17, this yeah, last yeah, discourse. Yeah. And he talks about the vine and the branches. You're just a branch, man. Like... <laughs> Your main job is to stay connected to the vine because the vine wants you to be fruitful. Yeah. It's like focus on that and let God produce whatever fruit he's going to produce in your life. You're not going to just by your own effort produce fruit. Stay connected to the vine. I hear Peter, you know, echoing that type yeah. of language here and saying focus on growing in your knowledge of Jesus because as you grow in your knowledge it's going to produce all these other things and then the fruit will come. Yeah. And and what I like about this list is this this can be tracked. One of the hardest things I think in our Christian walk is uh, gauging and tracking our spiritual growth. Yeah, your own like spiritual. You know, we talk about this as a church. Like, how do we track our members' spiritual growth? That's really hard. It's like the most important thing we should track, and we, and how do you do it? Right? <laughs> yeah, because you can. Are you more spiritual today than you were yesterday? Yeah. Are you this? But as a follower, you should be able to look at this and track from. I don't know what today's date is. Whatever it is, July. Whatever. It's not uh, July. June. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> June, whatever, June 29th, June 20, June 30th. Nope, I'm way off on my calendar. I don't know what day it is. It's a, it's one of those days. We're up top. Whatever, June, June, whatever. I should look at this date in June 2023, and I should be like, man, I have grown in these things. Yeah. And one of the biggest things is love. Yeah. Do you see that outpouring of love more in your life? Mm. Um, and if you don't, 
then you're not putting in that effort. And that sounds bad. And it's like, well, you're not doing your good job at effort. But yeah, true. Yeah. Right? Like you have to take a hard self-assessment and say, am I more devoted? Do I have more love today than I did last year, yeah. last month, whatever it may be? Um, and that's what, you know, Peter's trying to say is like, look, guys, it, it puts work into it. Yeah. If you're trying to uh, uh, get faster, if you're trying to lift more weight, whatever, like you should be able to track Am I getting faster? Have I worked? Have I done these things? And then you can say, oh, yes, I have. Or no, I've gotten slower because I haven't been very diligent in this. Yeah. Same in your walk. Uh, you need to have a way to kind of gauge that. Because mm-hmm. um, it's hard because it's a heart issue. And it's uh, it's not always visible. But it can be. Yeah. Right? It can, it can be visible by how you treat, how you love, how you act, how you spend your time, how you do these things uh, um, for the kingdom. Yeah. And not just selfish in there that's good man all right well hey that was our first part we went a little bit longer but it's been a while since we've sat and talked for a little bit so um catch us we're going to finish this off uh next week uh and then we'll probably get into my class uh uh, the next week after that sounds good to Uh, me and we will have that so there you go so um hey like review you guys still have not emailed me who did i ask i asked somebody to email me last time it's been two weeks i don't remember did they email us uh, what did they email us? No, they did not. I oh. checked. I checked yesterday. We have not gotten an email. Uh, the Bible buffoons at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> if you want to email me just saying, what's up? Uh, we'll email you back. We'll chat. Love it. We'll be buddies. If you're in Belgium or Iraq, hit We'd us love up. to hear from you. Love to hear from you. How you found us and did that. Well, Hey, rate review, subscribe, all the things, uh, and share it with your friends. Uh, we'll get that. So we'll catch y'all next week, folks. Bye friends. See you.